Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rouge. Well, I'll tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But, you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do, and that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do. And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies, you have to vote. Go to... <laughs> go to uh, go to uh, WWE. Dial 86946 and vote for your favorite Diva Search contestant and text message your favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment. Starting now of the genesis of McGillicuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time, Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast I might and the best in the world. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. That, I mean, that's Paul, good. say something Does stupid. Do you say your name is Finley and you love to fight? They don't have anything to I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Let's keep it busy. WrestleCast episode 116. This is our WrestleMania preview. Sigh. I think is the best way to put it. But we got a lot of good stuff to talk about that we talked over the week or we watched over the weekend. Alex and myself decided there just realized we watched I think ten and a half shows on Thursday. Give me what I want. And that's wrestling, and uh, that's way before today's event. Yes, it has been a wonderful live in the studio, yeah. Casa de la Cook. Um, this has been uh, an incredible. It's been yeah two and a half days, maybe two and a quarter days, but it's it's full throttle professional wrestling, um, and and it's been a wonderful New York, Jersey, 
uh, have have been tearing it down with um, you know everything in the squared circle. But I don't know if what you can call what Impact wrestled in on Thursday night a squared <laughs> circle. But we'll get into that uh, in a little bit here. Yeah. I'd rather drink more warm gin as I'm doing right now because the ice melted um, than than maybe watch what the wrestlers had to endure on that. Impact. Uh, what do you call that? Right. A, a crash pad, maybe. Yeah, I it, mean, it looked like, a, like I said on Twitter, it looked like a bounce house at a county fair for kids <laughs> to go in. Like you got to pay two bucks to go in for five minutes or something. I mean, it's the only time where I said, "Wow, poor RVD." Oh my God, he did a rolling thunder and kicked the guy because he couldn't fully roll. <laughs> he didn't finish the rolling to get to the thunder. Uh, Pursuit Channel, right? Or what, what is it? Anthem? <laughs> yeah, or, Pursuit. Uh, yeah. RVD, shout out to him signing a new contract. Oh, man, sorry. We had a RVD conference call on Thursday that I didn't Ooh. tell anyone about and didn't go on myself. Oh, I would have totally left work for that. <laughs> I was like, ah. I would have put on my RVD uh, styrofoam hands that I got at the Allstate Arena pre-WrestleMania. Uh, what was that? Like 23? 18. Oh, 18? Yeah, so I definitely had my RVD hands that night. Allstate is always like a house show. No, like it was a, the Monday Night Raw. It was when the the Rock got murdered. Um, oh yeah, the precursor to Roman Reigns, you know, kind of being you know a murderer. But uh, when Hogan uh, kind of ran the uh, semi truck uh, into the Rock there, so. and he kept yelling, the, "I'm going to do it NWO style on his ass, brother!" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, they didn't hear me do it. I better yell it again. I'm going to do this NWO style on his ass, brother." The only time I've made a sign to a wrestling event was that show, and it was the band is back together with the worst lopsided NWO rectangle. And I probably put the N and the O probably capitalized in the W. I mean, it was all, I was just more excited for the, you know, for the the night. I remember when I was going to bring a. a... Sadly, I was probably more excited because Trips came back. Oh. So I was like, yeah. God, and then he became Barry Machine 2000 for the next five years. <laughs> Dare my leg. I remember I was going to bring a wrestling show to that SmackDown I went to, but it was not. Uh, it did not get allowed to be mm. taken. No, no. Sorry, Alexa. You know, London. Um, we got a lot of shows. I don't know how much we're going to talk to about everything, but we watched the Josh Burnett Blood Sport, the DDC Coming to America 2019, Ooh. NXT Takeover, which we'll save for Wednesday. Wednesday we're going to do all WWE for you guys. We're going to do NXT. Raw, SmackDown, WrestleMania, and kind of our Boyne Voyage for a while. Yes. The goal is going to be, now, I'm going to commit to this, and I'm going to continue to work on my guy Alex right here, but it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> no dirt sheets, spoilers, no results, nothing until Money in the Bank. So we go into Money in the Bank not even knowing who the competitors are or even the champions are in the company. What would that be, about two months going cold turkey of Connecticut? It'll be about six weeks. Six weeks, Okay. I think I could, I could probably commit there. No. I mean, really, since doing this show, I don't really dirt sheet it up really too much anyway, because the way that we, you know, pretty much do our show and, and talk and elaborate on certain aspects of certain companies, they end up becoming true anyways. So, you know, I'm just yeah. like, well, technically, Russell Cast is the dirt sheet. <laughs> Shout out to Great Buddha at number 30. Uh, check out the archive where Ryan <laughs> boldly predicted that. And uh, and and it did happen. Indeed. I said he was going to win, though. I was half right. Yeah. F and Teddy King. Um, but that's going to be kind of the goal is to go into Money in the Bank not knowing anything. Now, it's going to be hard for me because I like to listen to Busted Open when I go to work just because ah. it's a wrestling podcast. Yep, yep. So, or radio show or whatever. So, 
I'm going to have to try to divert to other things. I got a lot of ESPN LA I can listen to. Get to Mason and Island. Start listening to uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. That's definitely a very worthy podcast okay. of, your, of your trips there. So that's going to be my dirt sheet stopping is how do I avoid my – all I do is listen to radio. When I go on my lunch break at work, I just listen to radio. So yeah, that's true, going to be my tough part. So we're, we're going to try this, guys. Though. So Wednesday will kind of be the – I think I'm going to get a little boys to men on the intro song, and <laughs> we'll have some fun with it. But we checked out that. So take all of that. Both nights to Joey Janelle's spring break. The oh, Impact United wonderful. Stand. Yes, Joey Janelle was a great show. Uh, we watched the Stardom show, which was a little weird at first, but it paid off at yes, the end. Yes. The WrestleCon 2019 was a show Ooh. we were going to nitpick, and we ended up watching the entire four hours. Uh, obviously, the G1 Supercard. And we started, we didn't finish, so maybe we'll get it done tonight, with the Joey Ryan, Joey Ryan penis party. Yes. Something to finish that one. Uh, shout out to Boulder Jam. We haven't watched you yet. <laughs> but or the, okay. uh, the, the Sleepaway. Oh, yeah, the murder, Sleepaway murder camp. And then we also got Hog, don't we? Yeah, we got to see the Hog show with Great Buddha and Loki in the same ring. Also, I would like to send a shout out to my significant other for allowing me to live this wonderful dream <laughs> of the last couple of days. And for your significant other for allowing us cavemen to kind of, you know... Wander in your labode. Yeah, we're not talking about caveman Ugg from the, uh, <laughs> the cluster. <laughs> uh, but it was. I mean, we had a we had a lot of good, a lot of good matches, a lot of fun. So like I said, some really good shows. I yeah. mean, surpri- I'm not. I mean, not even surprisingly, but I mean, well, I guess I, Joey Janela's Spring Break. You know, they're always fun shows. And, and again, you know, from 2018, from when we watched Spring Break last year, where you know it kind of caught my attention. Of one Joey Janela and especially you know uh, game changing wrestling, um, and you know they they put on a another card where you're scratching your head, but they make everything work and and they even had some impromptu matches, um, you know especially with the starting of the first night, which yeah. I, I thought was a a pleasant um, and a wonderful uh, surprise um, to kind of see. Joey Janela, which we we kind of saw Wednesday Wednesday night actually, you know, kind of coming into the the new series over there. Um, God, what is that called? Like Indestructible? Or, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I know what you're talking about. But but again, the uh, GCW show. But um, you know, where I was like Joey Janela, welcome back. Um, and and he definitely made his presence felt uh, as another wrestler yeah. who you know kind of got with the injury bug there. A Marco stunt, uh, which I thought this was um, a fantastic match because they were given time. Uh, the crowd was obviously, you know, in there. But Joey Janela, man, I don't know what happened or or if my blinders are off of what, you know, he used to do. But this guy can work yeah. in the ring. And, and him and Marco Stunt definitely put on a, a fantastic wrestling match. And, sure. and what a hell of a smart way to start the event. Mm-hmm. Everyone's there. Here's the, here's the spring break. And they bring out Janela and Marco Stunt. Mm-hmm. That was the most perfect way to do it. It's a great video package, too, yeah. to kind of, you know, start things out to kind of let everybody know and remember but but their journey to even get back into the ring and it was it was a really good match it was a really good match a lot of back and forth stunt gets the victory with a with a nice little roll-up yes it was a good match nice embrace after and i tell you what man the minute that happened i i'm watching this i think the start this is the one i started like 2 a.m because i had my second wind but i'm going okay this is a great way to start it and then a better way to continue it Tony Deppin, <laughs> shout out to Tony Deppin, WrestleCast Radio's personal favorite wrestler. Oh, yeah. Pissed as hell, he doesn't have a match. What does he do? Goes and gets a guy with no legs, 
puts him on his his shoulder like a sack of flowers. <laughs> he said, "On a British bulldog running yes. power slam," and he has a great match with a guy with no legs. Literally, the chance, <laughs> no legs. Um, at first, when when you kind of told me about it, because I, you know, it was a long day, and we started <laughs> the show a little late, but. I was just like, oh my gosh, what's going, you know, to happen? What what did Ryan's text mean? You know, <laughs> so it just doesn't make sense. And after watching it, Tony Deppin, um, I would say maybe what what does he have the adage that Ric Flair, you know, maybe has or Shawn Michaels? You put him in a match with a broom, and and he can yeah! have a five star match. Tony Deppin can have a match with almost you know everybody. And and shout out to to No Legs. Hopefully, we can get his name. Pretty soon here, yeah, you know. WrestleCast underscore SSM if you know No Legs' name. But he, I mean, I, this was just such a breakout, you know, not only match with Deppin, but, you know, I would say weekend, you know, with him being in the cluster, bleep, uh, on night two, I mean, No Legs, I mean, I, I would say he's definitely, what, the Marco stunt of 2019. Yeah. Janela, what Joey Janela does and GCW does with these shows, they what Connecticut can do, or even sometimes Orlando, is make stars. Yeah. And they definitely have, have been doing this with these different series, you know, through Janela's namesake. And, I mean, No Legs, uh, he's going to be probably one of the best, you know, or most sought-after indie. Yeah, you know, promoters are going to call that dude. They're going to call that guy. So, so that kudos was, to him. And, and Tony Deppin is such a gross heel. I love it. I love <laughs> every minute of it. been a fan of this guy for a couple of years now. and. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Tony Depp, and we're going to continue to support this guy hand over fist because I love me some Tony Depp. And, and like you said, what, what they did great in this match is they had Tony Depp and win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the one thing, too. Real, like, oh, you mentioned you know. Connecticut. That, he would have lost. Yeah. And he would have looked confused. They would oh, my God, Tony Depp had lost. Mm-hmm. No, Tony Depp had hit a nasty-looking V-trigger yeah. while no legs was just, I was going to say standing there, but that obviously wasn't the case. Um, just hanging out. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was a huge problem if you remember from a couple weeks ago. Yes, we yes. were talking about huge all the time. Um, but Tony Zeppelin, man, he's fun. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I hope we get to keep seeing more of this, this kid. Um, then we get. Ooh, this is probably my second favorite match of the night, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas, A Kid. Those of you guys who remember A Kid, he was on our wrestler or match of the year ballot with Zach Saber Jr. from White Wolf. Uh, Australian Suicide, Slim J from old NWA Wildside fame. <laughs> Shane Mercer, a guy we had never seen before that we fell in love with, the yes. Iron Demon, and Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy wins via submission on uh, a kid, of all people, too. And it was a nasty spin-around, abdominal stretch, somehow bending both arms back behind mm-hmm. him. That was nasty. But this match was a glorified spot test in the best way possible. It's yes. instrumental. Yes, and it was great to see, you know, Jungle Boy kind of, you know, coming back to the the ring as well, you know, kind of dealing with the passing of his father. So, you know, it was a great, uh, another feel-good story, you know, if you will, and, you know, nothing was missed. I mean, everybody had, had you know, their, their ring boots on in this match. Um, eight kids, you know, doing some, some really, really awesome moves, you know, uh, you know, with the, the exposure and whatnot, as we saw him a few days later. And a couple of the shows, you could definitely tell he's uh, being used a lot more, yeah. you know, in, in, in different you know, uh, companies. But I'm sure he doesn't have a problem with that. But Jake Atlas is a guy, and a kid. Uh, you know, they they had a few spots where they, you know, they got a couple of minutes together. And uh, to me, they just that looked like a rivalry. I was like, oh, two years down the line, some company would be stupid not to have these guys, you know, fight for a title. Jake Atlas is breaks. another breakout, I think. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And again, go. it's due to these Janela shows mm-hmm. and, and what GCW is doing. And 
Jake Atlas, high on my radar. You know, even Australian Suicide had some good spots, you know, not only not only in this match, but in night two as well. Uh, but, yes, the, the Iron Demon, uh, <laughs> Shane Mercer, uh, this guy is a powerhouse, but, you know, he's, he's kind of like what the new prototype of a professional wrestler is. A big dude, but who can also suicide dive like the best. You know, it brings a great point to what you said right before we went on air. He's a power wrestler. Alex said to me, you know, we were kind of talking, and, you know, he's kind of getting out of the the flippy into the power wrestler. Like he mentioned, you know, the striking and and moves of of Kento Miyahara, who Mm -hmm. literally, I think, is wrestler of the year right now. I mean, Miyahara is incredible. He's in the conversation. And and that's, he doesn't do any of that flippy style. And you're right with that. No. You know, now we look at this. This was your high spot flipping match. Yeah. Our most memorable guy was Shane Mercer, yeah. probably, who was doing moonsault, backflip, power slams. <laughs> and I mean, it's still flippy, but it's yeah. power. And he's suplexed he multiple like what guys. He was in NXT when he was, what, what was his gimmick? The oh, cowboy uh, dude. Oh, uh, uh, right, wait. Uh, I can't remember what the hell he Raylan Mercer? No. Raylan uh, Mercer. <laughs> no, but, but where he was getting, you know, kind of pops, you know, from the audiences each week, but also, you know, a lot of people... Demtris like, is moving. Oh, he's alive. Demtris, what was Ryback in NXT? No, he was Ryback. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but where, where he was a guy that, you know... Skip Sheffield. Yes, yes, where, you know, he was gaining momentum before his injury, um, foreshadowing, I guess, if you will, but, <laughs> but he was gaining momentum with, you know, with fans because... He was a big dude that was like, how is he diving? How is he moving as fast mm-hmm. as he's doing? So, I mean, to, to be, you know, in a way, you know, Shane Mercer's kind of like that, but just, I would say, a little bit more uh, capabilities in the ring, if you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, he was the one that, that kind of stood out the most. Um, I, I would agree, but I, I would say four men, you know, including Jungle Boy, A-Kid, but Jake Atlas, Shane Mercer, A-Kid, uh, Jungle Boy, all those guys are great. I mean, Australian Suicide, I don't know if we're going to see him as much, you know, in, in America. Slim J, yeah, hey, it was fine. fine. Uh, but, no, those four guys, I mean, Slim shoot, Slim J man. was cool because of NWA Wildside and Slim Shady was out. I, now it's like... It's so they're just, what, 19 years too late? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he's kind of, like, he's got the Mantar card for me as the guy <laughs> getting brought back. You know, and I'll say this, too, that my favorite thing of... Now, I, I rewatched this show tw- more than once because I watched with Alex and Yep. It, got, it was just as good the second time. But my favorite part, too, was in the middle of the Shane Mercer did some crazy spot, and Alex literally blurts out, please do not let Vince see him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I couldn't I couldn't praise those sentiments anymore. Oh, man. I, I the, the cynicism is, is deep within this one. That is for sure. Uh, uh, then we get Nick Gage against uh, Shinjiro Otani. Simple match, something wrong with it. Nick Gage says... Otani was his hero, so cool way to do it. He gave a little speech where the guys asked him what, who they wanted to work. And so I like the symbolism. I like what it was, but it, I mean, it wasn't anything that blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a perfectly fine match, but you know, it was what it was. Um, it had. I don't know if you have any sentiments you want to say on the Otani game. Um, I was expecting, I guess, a little more. Otani looked good. I mean, I guess I'm not too familiar. With him, but man, when he was getting his strikes on, um, <laughs> it was uh, it was damn good. But um, uh, you know, it was yeah. I mean, to me, I forgot about this match. I was like, oh yeah, there's got to be a Nick Gage match. And I was like, oh okay. It looked like the uh, an accountant 
battling Nick Gage. So, well, but if, if anyone wants to see Shinjiro Otani and you don't have the New Japan World or anything, and you're just a network guy, Starcade '95, 24 years ago, watch the New Japan versus uh, WCW Battle Cup thing. Okay. And Otani, I think in the it's the fifth match. He wrestles Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. That's a great match to watch. I will have to go into my time machine for for that match as well. So I, I yeah, because I think it was Koji Kanemoto wrestled Alex Wright. Yes, I think that's what it was. So I think it was Otani and Eddie Guerrero. And and to be fair, I didn't know the match that would uh, proceed or not proceed, but would follow <laughs> this uh, would be kind of on my my mainstay for for early match of the year. <laughs> Alex, if I were to tell you that two guys that were both invisible wrestled each other, and I went three and a half stars on there. You'd probably laugh at me. I, I probably would have left uh, for the weekend. I said, all right, man, I'm going to my sister's driving back four hours west. Uh, but no, I, I'm going to sell this match harder awesome. than anything out of this weekend. Uh, the Invisible Man taking on his uh, despicable brother, Invisible Stan. Um, all I got to say is Bryce Remsburg, uh, MVP. Yes. The audience, MVP. He had bad boy vision. Everything, put on the yes, glasses. Yeah, the Janela glasses. <laughs> uh, everything was just wonderful in this match. I mean, this is comedy done right. Yeah. I mean, this this is just everything. And again, this is a you know a, a card that was happening during you know two other high profile shows, and they were just like you know what, let's just keep us what makes us different. And just having, you know, not only nostalgic older wrestlers, but thinking outside of the box. Orange Cassidy was that last year, you know, again, kind of with the exposure. And now the Invisible Man, Invisible Stan, the the, the rivalry I didn't know I needed uh, to see and that I want more of. Yeah. Okada Tanahashi, what? Flair Steamboat, who? And shout out to, they go to the, they go to the balcony and they get... There's a dive off of the balcony. All the referees get knocked out. Three or four Three fans, fans fell to go along with it, which I praise them for doing that. Um, and then what blew my mind is Invisible Man puts Invisible Stand through a table. And they, they literally have like a door propped in the corner. And they pull a rope that pulls the table in half. And the first night I watched this, like, at this point, it's about three in the morning. I'm the only one awake. I think I'm tired as hell. Yeah. And I see... A door break, but I didn't see the rope. Oh, so in my head, yeah. I'm going, "Holy shit, they're magicians!" <laughs> well, don't you remember that uh, that fake foam board that we used to sell at uh, oh, yeah. Toys R Us that could easily break or <laughs> pretend like you're breaking or whatnot? You probably utilized that, whatever you know, Toys R Us factory that came out of. But yeah, that was that was amazing. But again, the audience, the chance, the let them fight, the bleep you stand. I mean, it's. The pop when that table broke. Oh, gotcha. The crowd lost their shit. No, the balcony they... spot. Oh, yeah, the balcony spot. The balcony, again. I mean, that, that's just Oh, it was insane. It's Comedy so done good. right. I mean, that, that was just perfect. Uh, Takamichinoku defeats Orange Cassidy via the Michinoku driver. Another fun match. Uh, Cassidy, uh, I mean, this is... If, if you've seen a Taka match and you've seen an Orange Cassidy match, you know exactly what this was. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton to talk about with it, but... It was it was good. The master of mind games, Orange Cassidy. I mean, uh, Tranquilo at, at its finest. I mean, he he's so calzone. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he just too cool for school. He couldn't overcome the nut kick, though. No, uh, God, that no. that definitely made him move. And then the uh, Michinoku driver sealed the deal. I Orange Cassidy made made definitely some impressions. I would say. 
on a lot of newbies. My friends, you know, or I should say contributor to WrestleCast Radio, Dave Ritter being one, after seeing him in Indiana um, a few weeks ago. But Orange Cassidy with this, but but the mats that we're going to talk a little later involving SCU, some of the best <laughs> ring psychology and, again, comedy done best. But this was a fun match. I loved how Taka... You know, it was just confused, and then finally it was just like, okay, we're going to play along with this. I, I, I loved how he got into that. So, great, great match. He does he does the, the, the eye poke um, <laughs> to the glasses, and he, he, he can't do it. Uh, it was so good. It was so fun. Now, you know how I just said Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan was my match of the year. This next match, though, for the soul of the ego Ethan Page, oh, uh, this definitely was Ryan's match of the year. Take that, Meltzer. Ethan Page was not looking forward to booking the cluster again as we saw last year. He ended up uh, he ended up having to uh, well, um, um, he beat Penelope Ford. He then beat uh, uh, Devo Brown. Mm-hmm. He had one opponent left. Starman from the pro wrestling video game comes out. I don't remember that game. Oh man, he rolls them well, up. Star Man, I know is Jeff Bridges with Karen Allen and the Amazon was in it. <laughs> um, and uh, he rolls them up, gets the victory, and it becomes Virgil. Yeah. To which Ethan Page, I lost to effing Virgil. He was pissed. Oh, it was it was, tre- it was tremendous. It was utterly tremendous. Uh, Ethan Page then says, "I have to set a good example for my daughter." <laughs> if I have to book this cluster, this is going to be the greatest bleeping cluster bleep in the history of cluster bleep ever. <laughs> and the crowd was jacked. Ethan Page yeah, I, rides off. I mean, I, I don't think his table will be, uh, you know, short of any any sign, uh, fans for autographs anytime soon, uh, especially the, the star-turning performance that one Virgil had uh, with the surprise roll-up there of Ethan Page. Uh, but we'll get back to, you know, kind of match of the year, of course. Um, a surprise, if you will. I know you've been very critical of the guy in the main event, Jimmy Lloyd, here. But he's going against your number two of 2018 Wrestler of the Year one, Masashi Takeda. Oh, um, I had some yelps during this uh, this match. Uh, I, I know you watched this, like you said, around 4 a.m. the night before, as I caught it the following morning. Um, and I had, oh, my God, what are they doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where I was shrieking, and I felt, like, awful for Jimmy Lloyd. Um, not so much Takeda, but uh, an incredible match. Uh, again, the ring of proudness that Takeda has, you know, not only with all the light tubes, but just with the, I mean, let's just say scissors on a board. Open scissors, for gosh sakes. But, no, uh, Takeda and Lloyd, I, I thought, put on a damn good spectacle of what a death match, a modern death match wrestling match, you know, uh, essentially could be, but um, take, take the floor. What did you think of the main? Masashi Takeda, one of my top five wrestlers going right now. I'm obsessed with Takeda. Everything he does to me is, is fantastic wrestling. Um, I, I love me some Masashi Takeda. He works Jimmy Lloyd. And this was a match I've been saying for weeks that I cannot wait to watch Jimmy Lloyd get, thrashed and destroyed by one Masashi Takeda. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Lloyd held his own. He bled like a stuck pig. There was there was right a away, there was a there was a, 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 a cut he got and he hung in there. I mean yeah. he hung in there with every waking moment of it. I I'll say this 
week in and week out, Masashi Takeda, if you don't watch him or if you haven't seen Big Japan, Masashi Takeda is one of the best wrestlers going in pro wrestling. If you're not a deathmatch fan, it doesn't matter. This guy technically can out-wrestle almost anybody I've seen in the ring. We saw it at Bloodsport. He was he was going catch-as-catch-catch yeah. with Jonathan Gresham. Yes, he was. Yep, I yep. mean, you're in there with Gresham. That means something. Masashi Takeda is tremendous. He took Jimmy Lloyd to a level I've never seen. I went from being an anti-Jimmy Lloyd, I want to see him die via Masashi Takeda, <laughs> to tweeting out. Shout out to Joey Janela for tweeting us back on yeah. this because I respect, I respect the hustle on this. But Jimmy Lloyd officially won my respect. He had a hell of a match with Masashi mm-hmm. Takeda. He hung with Masashi Takeda. Yes. And, I mean, you know, it, it, we, we saw Takeda win with EU Crash 30 on a ton of light tubes. <laughs> um, the scissor board spot was nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, just incredible. Just incredible match. Uh, Takeda, you know, kind of going off the match last year, um, you know, that you showed me, um, that all of Russell Cass audiences were shown, but... Uh, no, kind of seeing him a few times in the hell. Just even seeing him come out, you know, uh, as support, you know, for other Japanese wrestlers, you know, kind of ringside has, was an incredible thing to see. And, yeah, he's one I, I will definitely keep my, my eye on. Oh. Not just due to all the, the Hakushi scars. That <laughs> Dude, I... Oh my God. I love Masashi Takeda. We all know this. My yeah. ba- second runner, you know, runner-up. Is he the happiest scarred-up dude you probably have ever seen? Yeah. <laughs> there was a picture, a and it was like, could you imagine crazy. if Minoru Suzuki, Hideki Suzuki, and Masashi Takeda made yes. a single? <laughs> it was just like doom, it said. And they're all like, hi, guys. We're going to kill every human being alive. Um, uh... I mean, but a hell of a show uh, for, for spring break. I mean, you know, obviously catapulting, you know, kind of PCO with that resurgence in, in 2018 with the spring break last year, um, you know, to, to then getting Walter into my, as well as probably many uh, people's, you know, eyes. Um, I, I would say he definitely did that, um, you know, kind of this year again with, with the, uh, the the six, was it a six way? Yeah, kind of uh, that. that that cruiser minus the Iron Demon. Oh, that's tremendous. But, um, and then, you know, we, we kind of watched the uh, part two of Spring Break last night, which was uh, definitely... It was something. <laughs> it, it happened. I mean, they definitely had to wait uh, after uh, the New Japan uh, ROH G1 Supercard that was at MSG. But this one was delayed for quite a bit. Yeah, it was about 40 minutes. But we found out, you know, kind of reasons on why it was kind of delayed with Uber misplacements and... You know, of course, Okada kind of talking. <laughs> hey, Lil Kazu, baby. Uh, Joy Janela defeated or lost to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy coming out, getting another solid victory. Uh, Janela put another guy over, another talent. It's smart booking. Janela coming out first. I, I, it's a great way to do it. There was a lot of confusion when Masato Tanaka's music played. Yes. But there was no Masato Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Janela... Puts over Jungle Boy, great match. It was a lot of yes. fun. Yeah. I I don't want to jump too far, but you know, for time reasons. Uh-huh. I want to go to the next one. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, take on LAX. Ricky Morton hit a step off of Ortiz's back, oh, I believe man. it was, into a Canadian destroyer. Beautiful. Flawless. So Rock and Roll Express are Awesome still. 
Um, are they going to get the Ricky uh, Steamboat treatment? Oh, man. 25, WrestleMania 25? I don't know, man. But I tell they you what. It. They I, deserve a, uh, a nice little run here on the, uh, on the scene. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The Rock and Roll Express put on a better match than half of the tag teams in wrestling nowadays. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Robert Gibson still. Robert Gibson so cockeyed, by the way. He was standing on the wrong apron by the end of the match and didn't know which apron to tag in on. But that's okay, because we love Robert Gibson. Yes, that, yes. It, that, that, that's just what you need with Robert Gibson. Mm-hmm. Ricky Morton, though, still one of the best baby faces in wrestling. LAX, Santana broke down crying yeah. that they got to work this match. So another dream match for a couple yeah, of I love the respect, you know, that LAX showed them, you know, kind of before, hell, even during and then and after the match there, you know, it was... It was this was a fun, you know, kind of a, a dream match, if you will, kind of after the, you know, after the fact. Where I was like, oh yeah, I would watch that again. And, yeah, and I, I recommend everyone to kind of watch, you know, not only uh, the Spring Break but definitely LAX Rock and Roll Express. Wow, was yeah. the crowd hot for that? Yeah, but, but that Canadian Destroyer, probably the best I've seen in a in a while, <laughs> and, and that's from yeah. dudes. It was better than Adam age. Cole and Johnny Gargano. Then we got. Uh, L.A. Park via the grossest spear through a door I've ever seen on Masato oh, Tanaka. Tanaka did not look pleased, nor did he want to continue after that. No. Um, match was what it was. It was a nostalgia fest. A lot yeah. of crowd fighting, but it, to be fair, it didn't blow me away. No. Um, but that's okay. Um, uh, I, I would say, yeah, I, L.A. Park, you know, over then I would say half the people on, on the main events, but, but no, uh, Tanaka... I thought looked good. You know, a lot of people were saying he looked slower, but hey, guys, it's also been 20 years in ECW, and he was still delivering rapid, uh, you know, elbows there. Um, even loving the, the the sliding elbow, you know, a la Ishii sliding lariat there. Um, but no, L.A. Park, you know, my God, you know, just seeing him a few weeks ago live at Warrior Wrestling 4. Um, again, the resurgence, the, the, the PCO south of the border, but, you know, nothing where, you know, I'd watch again, you know, a la, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, but, you know, there's always the cluster. Um, okay. Uh, then the cluster bleep. This match was unreal. Yeah. I'm going to go to, should I, all right, so these were all the people in this battle royal. Necro Butcher, Nick Gage, Schleck, Marcus Crane, Georgie Boy, who died, uh, Swoggle, Eric Cannon, Joe Gacy, Brian Pillman Jr., Nate Webb, Wheatus, uh, the lead singer of Wheatus. Isn't there two Wheatus members? <laughs> MJF, Joey Ryan, Sexy Eddie, Effie, Nick Moretti, Marco Stunt, Logan Stunt, A-Kid, Carlos Romo, Colby Durst, Egotistical Fantastical, G. Raver, Kikutaro, <laughs> Teddy Hart, who was wasted, yeah. Homicide, JTG, and Shad of Crime Time. Um, they were uh, small, but... Yeah, they were bigger than everybody in that ring, by the way. The Grim Reefer, Ugly Ducklings, all four of them, Slim J, Facade, Gringo Loco, AJ Gray, Ophidian, Rich Swan, uh, No Legs made his return. Oh, yeah. Piro... Odinson, Shane Mercer, Tony Deppin, <laughs> Jake Atlas, Lucas Riley, Australian Suicide, KTB, Caveman Ugg, Crowbar, Matt Tremont, Grizzly Redwood, Chris Dickinson, Pinky Sanchez, Michael Blaze, Kent Bosmore, Frankie Picard, The Bogus NWO Sting, Tracy Smothers, Mantar, uh, Matt Nix, Cecil Nix, Jimmy Lloyd, 
the man who should have won it, Masashi Takeda, Jeff Cannonball, Chaz Cannonball, Ethan Page, S.A. Rios, and Maria Manic, and six other women who came out and took over the thing, and then it just abruptly ended. Yeah. Elijah's confused over there. S.A. Rios? Rios Unfortunately, Miss Congeniality (laughs) was not with her. But, um, yeah, that was almost as... uh, I think I'm lightheaded. I mean, it was fun, but it was almost as pointless as the uh, the last uh, New Japan Tag Tournament. (laughs) Whether it's a junior or or heavy, but... uh, Uh, Click. Yeah, especially without the, the lack of winner there, you know, it was just like, eh, but I'm sure everyone was kind of peeved with how late the show started, too. So, yeah. I mean, that was probably, what, about 3 a.m., you know, their time by the, by the time they ended. So, But otherwise, I, I would say Joey Janela, you know, they already probably have sold out next year in Tampa Bay yeah. or will, you know, automatically when those tickets go on sale. But definitely one of the best events to, to, to kind of get there. Um, and, again, GCW just, just showcasing what oh. talent that they have, you know, in, in that federation. Just tremendous. Um, we, we do have uh, strong style media as Elijah McNeil in the house. Uh-oh. Elijah, you want to come say hi? Here he comes. What's up? <laughs> He's like a mass murderer. You got to cut a Scott Steiner promo. What <laughs> <laughs> about Johnny on the spot? You want to work out with me? Take clothes off. Lie on that bench. Take clothes off. I'm working off. Huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Scott Steiner. <laughs> In the threats. Threats. You call those threats? I wouldn't be afraid of Samoan Joe if you smothered in a dress up as a cheeseburger. Smothered in Twinkies. He's just a fat bastard. Speaking of Scott Steiner, we haven't watched it yet, but he wrestles Hornswoggle. Yeah, I was about to say we got to show him that match. <laughs> Free mania. Oh, my God. Wait, Wait so Andrade Scott... rides with Aleister Black's wife? Yeah, instead of his woman. It's kayfabe. You can't have him and Charlotte ride together. Come on, now. Oh, you know. Do you think they geek about, like, anime stuff, like, the whole time? Maybe. <laughs> The greatest, saddest picture ever. You got that? I'm working off. Huh? Um, I would say probably um, one of the best shows of the weekend. I mean, let's get into DDT coming yes. to America. DDT was tremendous. You you have turned to me, sir, as as you have always steered me with when it comes to professional wrestling. Uh, but DDT is where it is at. Uh, the talent, the fun. Um, you know, how they can kind of pull back the comedy when needed or, you know, kind of push it just right there to where it's not as annoying, where it's just like, yeah, I get it. You know, it's it's they're just a perfect company. And, and I'd say they showcase all of the different, you know, side avenues that that they can do. And the crowd, like you said, what, this was the second hottest ticket. You know, yeah. Kind of in, yeah. You know, the, in people York. were they re, they opened more seating and that sold out like yeah. in like 20 minutes. Wow. DDT, this was a tremendous show. We saw six title changes at the show. Six <laughs> and, title changes. And there was four just in the last, what, two seconds of the, of the show? Or? Yeah, we, and we got two title changes two before minutes. the event started. We had one before the <laughs> whole thing started. Yep. Saki Akai losing the heavy metal weight championship to Makoto, Makoto. Oishi. Yep, yep. 
um, which we saw him strangle her later trying to, to win <laughs> as we saw more. I mean, this was insane. This was utter madness. Uh, opening match, Damnation members, someone to Colin Tetsuya Endo, defeated the team of Yukio Sakaguchi and Masashi Takanashi from Shooting Doji. Yes. For those of you who don't remember, April 17th is the Drinking Makes Everything Better Shooting Doji 5th anniversary when Masashi Takanashi takes on Yukio Sakaguchi, and I will be buying Alex and Tonic on that show. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hell of a good match. I went three and three quarters on this match, man. This was fun. Everything worked. Endo is the man. Yes. Soma Takao is being built as a star. Mm-hmm. And Sakaguchi and Takanashi are a fantastic tag team. They're, I mean, well-oiled. Demetrius, you watched DDT with us. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you think of that Damnation Shoot Doji on. opener? Put me on. on blast. Yeah, basically. That's okay. The only issue I would say with the DDT that I had was just the the referee and the counts. The longest two to three counts I'd swear that I've ever seen. One of them was in this match, but I I, I don't know if it's for the suspense, the theater aspect, if you will. Uh, But no, damnation, Tatsuya Endo. That hair, though, man. He is the deal. Um, But but I would say uh, Sakaguchi... The the Shibata, yeah. if you will, um, of of DDT. That guy, I you know, I don't know if I have to dive into you know kind of the older matches there. Um, oh yeah, sir. Um, yeah, there's something. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, Sakaguchi definitely something I, I can't wait to see whether it's in tag form or singles form. But this guy is legit. Yeah, and he's got a beautiful head of bleach blonde oh, hair. Tremendous. Then we got the time difference battle royal for the uh, <laughs> for the uh, for the title. Um, Kazuki Hirata, Saki Akai, Kikitaro, Kokobana, Mizuki Matase in full suit, Mokoto Oishi, Yu, and Yoshihiko. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> Yoshihiko is a blow-up doll. Yes. And Yoshihiko um, pins Mokoto Oishi to win the title. Mm-hmm. Only for Kazuki Hirata to roll up Yoshihiko. <laughs> Not only win the title, but won his gauntlet. gauntlet. Hirata can now challenge for uh, the heavyweight title whenever he wants to. Then Saki Akai, after the match, comes out and defeats Hirata <coughs> and reclaims her title. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was insane. Yeah, this was, uh, again, something that, that showcases DDT's difference when it comes to professional wrestling. A time difference battle royal, for God's sakes. But, uh, yeah, no, Yoshihiko... Um, a, I cannot wait for Yoshiko <laughs> the Invisible Stan. Whenever that happens, uh, let's make it happen. Hopefully, next. If they uh, pull that off, I don't know how that's possible, but I would crap myself. Would you? Uh, would this be the only time where you would warrant a triple threat? Invisible Man, Invisible Stan, and Yoshi. Potentially, potentially. Because oh, you're going to make it happen. GCW DDT, make it happen. <laughs> um, then we saw Kazusada Higuchi and Hanashima defeat the teams Hanashima. of Jason Kincaid and Shigeru Irie and Ethan Page and Akito. Uh, Hanashima with his violent knee strike to Akito, <laughs> uh, getting the victory. Nice, simple tag match. Yes. I went three and a half on it. I had a lot of fun with it. Good to see Erie kind of back within that yep. DDT ring. The announcers, I don't think, really expressed that much. But in my no. mind, I'm like, this is kind of cool. Why aren't they bringing yeah, this up Former KOD champion. Um, Jason Kincaid. Let's talk about that guy, by the way. You know, you look at him, you're like, huh? But that guy can move double knees, double stomps. <laughs> this guy is, is pretty damn good in the ring. I know uh, uh, Demetrius, well, you know, was kind of one where he was like, eh. 
But, you know, I, I think he won him over kind of after, you know, kind of the, the yeah. display of we, that we, match. We, there, watched, so. uh, we watched the house show before uh, Judgment 2019, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I hate this guy. And then everything he did, he's like, God, this guy's really good. <laughs> he's like, I wish I would stop liking Jason Kincaid. <laughs> Speaking of chess pizza, uh, last night we watched uh, Joey Ryan's Penis Party, and Ultimate Dragon was in the opener. Yes, he was. That was... Uh, Green Ant, Mr. Iguana. Um if you book Ultimate Some other guys. Dragon, what do you think is on his uh, to-do list, Ryan, by the way? What do you think when Ultimate Dragon is booked on a show, what do you think one of the uh, must-haves is on According to his agent that I had emailed when I ran MCW and I wanted to book Ultimate Dragon, uh, his, fee is, his fee is bleep, um, and he must go over. <laughs> and last night he went over. <laughs> so... Twelve years later, it is still his thing. If you book Ultimo Dragon, he must go over. over. I see one last night. <laughs> and what was crazy is I literally show this to Alex, and then as we're watching the match, he wins. We're like, oh shit, he actually went oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Then weapon we got rumble. the Weapon Rumble: Sanshiro Takagi versus Mao. The order of weapons yes. that entered, we saw. Hulk Hogan was the opener. Yes, he was. Uh, a weapon for Mao. It was Antonio Honda playing Hogan. Uh, he threw a big boot and a leg drop on Takagi, but Takagi didn't kick out. Second thing we saw is Takagi got his plastic containers he always yes. uses. Oh, yeah. Always. Um, Mao then got trash cans. Um, Sanjiro Takagi then, he got a bicycle because <laughs> a bicycle came out. Uh, Mao then chose Legos to which Sensho Takagi then picked a toilet, uh, to which correct. I texted our group that Mao was selling the toilet. Yes, <laughs> an effed up toilet for an effed up why. wrestling. Yeah, it makes sense now. Um, and he said, sold out, sold to a young kid for $10. So he sold the toilet to somebody at the Fan Fest after for $10. Um, and then the, the wild card opened for anybody. Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> comes out. For a long time. Yeah, and he uses the WWE entrance and everything. Um, oh, I hope cool. they don't get in trouble. They won't. Chinsuke uh, came out throwing some. They got that Yakuza money. Sanchiro Takagi does get the victory. Uh, promoter putting himself over. I was about to say it's because it's his own company. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've seen that before. You know. um, then we get the Tokyo Joshi Pro Princess of Princesses Championship match. Mir Yamashita defeats Maki Ito with the Crash Rabbit Heat. Uh, fun little match. Maki Ito is an idol girl. Still in yeah. wrestling for about a year or two. Still isn't fully there. But Miyu Yamashita, one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, her kicks are so stiff. Demetrius loves Miyu Yamashita. <laughs> oh, that's whitey. Uh, yep, as he said. <laughs> so that was a fun little match. Uh, then uh, my rating was sure on this match. Uh, we saw Roy Isaacs and Joey Ryan <laughs> sure. uh, defeat Dan Shoko Dino and Antonio Honda via a blow pop super kick. Um, I think the blow pop went up Dan Shoko Dino's butt. And yep. then was shoved into Antonio Honda's mouth. Sounds about right. Uh, Elijah, are you a fan of Dan Shoko? Do you know? You like Roy Isaacs? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Roy Isaacs is the Joey Ryan before the Joey Ryan. No, excuse me. Roy Isaacs used to be in DDT, and he was Dan Shoko Dino's gay slave lover. Ah, That's that makes was. more sense. So now. he was trying to get revenge on Dino for making him be his sex slave. Ah. Yeah. Okay. This is DDT. Dan Shoko Dino. He has the he has the Dan Shoko Dino nightmare where he takes his pants off and he does squats on your face. Mm-hmm. 
Gangrel! <laughs> no, say Shiro Takagi, as we said, who booked himself to win the one for the Rumble. Who he lost. I didn't know Gangrel did that. He what? Elijah look, look McNeil, ladies and gentlemen, crushing the game over here. <laughs> no, this is just a weird comedy company. It's, it's, but is that it's a really signature good. move, the T-Bag? Uh, that's one of them, yeah. Well, then, he, then he's got the where he puts your head in his trunks and then gives Gangrel you a pile driver. Did that? Oh, yeah, that oh, I Dan saw. Dino. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he did that to a lady. Yeah, he did it to Maki Ito to win the Iron Man Championship at the end of the show. Speaking of that, <laughs> um, main event time. Four and a quarter, Alex. This is tremendous. Daisuke Sasaki defeats Kanosuke Takashita to reclaim the KOD heavyweight title. Tremendous. I loved it. Takashita is definitely um, the, I don't want to say ace, but the, definitely the face of DDT. Yeah. But when you have a heel, as good as Daisuke Sasaki and, and the, the faction that is damnation, uh, whether, you know, if, if they're all on the same page or not, all they know is they want to dominate and rule by just doing just as much as it takes to. Um, but no, this was a, a great match. Um, you know, Takashita, like you were saying, you know, possibly, you know, just kind of taking the loss here, you know, why he won it, you know, just uh, at judgment there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it was uh, nice to see Damnation kind of get that title. But uh, lo and behold, <laughs> the post match, as I kept thinking, you know, that it was going to be. Uh, uh, the blow up now kind of getting the uh, cashing in. You're like, no, no, he lost the uh, the gauntlet there. Uh, let's kind of see what happened. As it was kind of foreshadowed a little, definitely, you yeah. know, post match there. Let's see, Endo's holding the gauntlet, and Dicey Saki slaps it out of his hand. Yep, yep. Get that out of the way. Endo lays him out with a lariat, cashes in the gauntlet, and it's a five minute match. Your new KOD yes. heavyweight champion, Tetsuya Endo. Shout out to Hop. Uh, Excuse me, Pro Wrestling Tees has his shirt on there. Tetsuya in the sky. Mm-hmm. Tits. Yep. Tetsuya in the sky. Because yep. I kept looking. I was like, whose shirt is that? Tetsuya what? And then I was like, I was just mesmerized by the picture. Yeah. And if you, if you look, they bold the first letter. So it's a yes. tits down the yep. side oh, of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Endo wins the championship. He's moving forward. He apologized to Sasaki and said, look, this is what you know. I had to do yeah. it. They said, "Pay attention to us. We are the we are the best thing going forward in wrestling." Agreed. Agreed. Um, Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takao do have the tag title, so they have three of the straps now. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, we see Saki Kai getting chased off from the back by everybody. <laughs> um, Makoto Ishii strangles her mm-hmm. as he goes on to win. I believe he wins the Iron Man title. Who had a better strangle look, though? Um, was it him or the Yete? Oh, definitely Makoto Ishii. Okay. Or no, I think he, or did he choke Maki? He choked Maki he, Ito. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then Ito manages the cash in, and then here comes Dan Shokodino, who hits her with the the head and trunks pile driver. Dan Shokodino leaves the event as your new Iron Man champion. Got to send the crowd home happy. <laughs> and he defended it at the penis party, which we haven't watched yet. So. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. That, that was an impromptu yeah. match. DDT oh, put on a hell of a show. This man. was a, a great show, a, a fun show. Um, but again, it, the, the hits just kept coming. Um, you know, before we get into the, the, I would say, main event of the the weekend here that just happened last night, uh, WrestleCon in 2019 uh, over on a Friday night, Friday night, right? Yeah. Um, my gosh. Again, we this was just a car that we're like, 
eh, we'll just bypass any matches. You know, we'll, we'll do a count. You know, we'll do a vote on, you know, if we need to skip or watch. And we thought we would be pretty confident in watching, what, maybe three matches. We ended up watching the whole card, the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show. Um, oh, starts incredible. off with a match where we see Masato Tanaka. I'm a huge fan. Uh, then we see Eddie Kingston being his opponent. And they were like, oh, yeah, we got to watch this. Yeah, Eddie Kingston loses the sliding elbow. Says the same thing, Masato Tanaka. This is a dream match after 17 yes, years for yep. me. Another one of those. Which, God. did you know, I, I just recently read, this is Kingston's farewell tour as oh. well, that he's uh, thinking about hanging them up. So, I mean, I it's, it's nice, you know, kind of these dream matches of the wrestlers as well as the audience, you know, kind of happening, um, especially around this weekend. Yeah, that was, that was really fun. We got Phoenix versus Pentagon. Because <laughs> they were saying, hey, we're already going to face the self-proclaimed best tag team in the world in May in Vegas. Who else is out here? Um, and they kind of go on for a couple of minutes until finally Ray Phoenix is like, hey, let's go. Yeah, so that was nice. And Pentagon uh, had his working, his, his working mask on. Yeah, he was, he was moving. They did a lot of good spots. I mean, they didn't do anything too over the top, but they didn't have to have a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, then we saw Puma King, Samantha Heights, DJZ, and Tajiri <laughs> defeat Sammy Guevara, LAX, and Diamita. Awesome sequence where Tajiri gets oh, hip-tossed. Yes. As he's hip-tossed, he swings underneath of Ortiz and missed some, hits the buzzsaw kick and gets the victory. Do you think he did that due to the 20th anniversary of the Matrix? Because, I mean, it was essentially a Matrix-esque It could have been. I mean, he might be a fan. Tajiri <laughs> might be a fan. He just looked like mature Tajiri. Like, the whole time, I was like, oh, man, that guy definitely has an office That job. guy kayfabe me because I didn't buy his T-shirt. So he wouldn't <laughs> give me a picture. Um, I went four stars in this next one. Robbie Eagles with a 450. Defeats Aries and Flamita. This was just... Awesome. Very great. Um, once we saw Robbie Eagles on the screen, we're like, oh, we got to watch this. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we, we turned into a new Robbie Eagles fan with Demetrius oh, over here. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, he's definitely looking good from his first appearance with uh, the Bullet Club uh, just a couple of months ago. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of energy in that ring. And, yeah, Flamita, um, but Aries was, was kind of a guy yeah. that, that kind of caught we our We saw him again, well. too, at the penis party. <laughs> Then, uh, Caleb Conley, oh, wow. man called Jake Manning, and, and the rest of Revolt. I don't remember the third guy's name. Jake Manning, world famous from Freight Train and Final Wrestling fame. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, we went in the rabbit hole on that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I broke down $5 <laughs> for this guy last night. Um, they are defeated by the team of The Hurricane, yep. X-Pac, and, and Jushin Thunder Liger. Damn it, Gene. <laughs> you couldn't get your son to New York. Come on. Wow. Uh, Jushin Liger with a brain buster on Man's Cup, Jake Manning to get the victory. Oh, that was a fun match. Biggest disappointment, though, was the next match. The feed didn't work. We come back in and get two minutes of Dragon Lee versus Babaro Cavanario. Regular night of champions. Damn it. I wanted that match so bad. and So, not much to get into with that. Zack Sabre Jr. was orienteering a Maple death on Shane Strickland. Three and three quarters for me on this one. Good match. Started a little slower than kind of what I expected, but of course, you know, kind of feeling each other out. I mean, and did we um, did we specify that this was the first meeting of these yeah, two? Yes, this was. Their, so you know, their... it was definitely nice. But yeah, once it kind of picked up, you know, within about you know seven minutes into the match, after the whole ZSJ submission slash, you know, uh, you know, kind of what he does there. But no, I, I thought this was a fun match, and Shane Strickland looked a pretty damn good yeah. uh, before Orlando there. 
Uh, then we get SCU, Kazarian, uh, <laughs> Scorpio Sky, and Chris Daniels defeat the team of Orange Cassidy and dressing like Scott Hall, the best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, SCU via best melter ever on Orange Cassidy to get the victory. Is it wrong to say this possibly could be in my top five matches of the weekend? No. I mean, this was just a fun match. SCU. Uh, you know, kind of going along again, Orange Cassidy. I mean, this guy should be the most, one of the most sought after guys for every promotion, you know, that's not out there, if not a major promotion, but Hey, he's too cool. He's not, he doesn't want to be tied down to one spot. So uh, no, Orange Cassidy, best friends. Uh, This was just a God fun match, but Christopher Daniels and Orange Cassidy definitely had the, uh, some of the best spots of the weekend so far. Um, you know, as they both had the the Orange Cassidy glasses on there. And, uh, man, it was just way too much for me as well as the audience to handle there. Um, as was the main event, Bandito yeah. <laughs> versus Will Ospreay. Yes, you heard that right. Um, potentially, this could be a match that we could see multiple times with the relationship with New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, I'm sure we would all welcome more matches yeah. of this caliber or Bandito kind of, you know, coming in to the tournament play in New Japan. But uh, what did you think of the main event? I know Will Ospreay definitely enjoyed it. Uh, You know, kind of me uh, snoozing, kind of the first viewing, uh, but watching it before the show. Uh, Tremendous Bandito definitely is a guy that Ring of Honor needs to get behind. Uh, Thankfully, he did not go to Connecticut. (laughs) No, this is tremendous. Uh, Will Ospreay is always going to be one of the best guys in wrestling. Uh, Alex, not like his bleach blonde hair, but that's okay. Uh, great match with Bandito. A lot of good spots. Stormbreaker victory for Will Ospreay. But it's, it's everything you'd imagine that match would be. I mean, it was a spot fest, and you don't want anything else than a spot fest. <laughs> Demtris is nodding his head yes. Will Ospreay! Is that how you do it? <laughs> yeah, Will Ospreay is tremendous. Too cool, Scorpio. Too cold, Scorpio. Too cold, Scorpio. Hey, his, shout out to his music that that huge chick that I imagine is Aretha Franklin that does Rick Rude's music. Oh my God. The it's simply magic. Ow. Um, no, but but uh, she does his music in WCW, and it would like break down. You'd hear here comes Too Cold, Scorpio. It was tight. Oh, Scorpio Sky. He's part of SCU. Scorpio's tight. Man, he was good flash funk. Oh, you're funky. <laughs> then he was part of the job squad. Did Jeez. Uh oh. Jen, you want to say hi on the radio? Wait, so what happened on Big Brother? I'm dying to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we never finished. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, we've been on for an hour. I just got home from work, so I didn't know we were on right now. Jen, what was your favorite match that you've seen over WrestleMania weekend? <laughs> um, I would say I liked the Okada match. Ooh, I like that. Yep, yep. Really liked that one. Who was the best? Looking wrestler you saw all week. Oh, Adam Cole's way up there, oh, and then also Okada, and what was it? 
Ibushi. Go to Ibushi. <laughs> now I'm going to direct the question as I did last night since I don't think I heard it. Oh answer. yeah, you didn't answer this. So me? Yes. Yeah, so either or, which would you choose? Ten million dollars. <laughs> Or for Ryan to look like Kota Ibushi for the rest of his life. Oh, Which my would you gosh. rather have in your life? You know what? I love Ryan the way he is. So I'll take 10 million bucks. <laughs> Whoa, I think somebody's uh, in the good graces. Take, take that Kota Ibushi. Maybe it's been a long day of work, so maybe I, yeah, she's, I don't know. She's delusional. She just doesn't want to look like an <laughs> asshole on radio. In her head, she's going, I should have said Kota Ibushi. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh! I mean, what, what do we think of the Impact Show minus the ring? I mean, that was a in a god abysmal um, small ass. The Impact Show sucked. I mean, from the Ultimate X match where your champion is in the shout out to Ace Austin. I enjoy Ace Austin. I don't think he was showing the capabilities that he can show. You know, the Warrior Wrestling. Yes, granted, it was in a four way, and you know, it was a couple of minutes, but you know, I saw some stuff there. I thought he, you know, he did show some stuff, but not the best representation. But uh, Johnny Impact winning, but he's the champ. What the hell does this mean? I want to star in three quarters on an <laughs> Ultimate X match. Um, Johnny Impact defeats Jake Chris, Air Fox, Austin, Ace Austin, and Pat Buck. Why is this not going to be happening? Uh oh, the Impact uh, police will be um, here. Well, it also didn't help that Team Impact lost to Team Lucha Underground at the Impact show. Uh, Daga, <laughs> Drago, Aerostar, and Marty the Moth Martinez. Defeat Brian Cage, Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Tommy Dreamer. Um, that was fun. Tommy Dreamer, why? What? Then uh, Taya Valkyrie defeats Katie Forbes in her huge dookie shoot, Rosemary and Jordan Grace. <laughs> um, That's the only thing I know about Katie Forbes. Why didn't they do a Jordan Grace and Taya Valkyrie one-on-one match, by the way? I don't know. Was it because RVD wasn't? Anyways. <laughs> uh, LAX defeated Promociones Dorado. That was a decent match. Okay. LAX via uh, Ortiz and a Death Valley driver on Ricky Martinez. Uh, Loki showed up, so that, yeah. that got a half a star just for him showing up for once. I think, what, did he just finish playing the game Hitman? Or I think did so. he just see the film? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tessa Blanchard defeats Joey Ryan with the Magnum, which is her hey, uh, picked up. middle world uh, yep. code breaker. Yep. That was fun. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard is really good. Joey Ryan, you know, I was a little confused. I was like, I thought he didn't like Impact. I know the same people that were in power when he was on there aren't there anymore. So, you know, I was kind of trying to be an open mind on this matchup. Um, you know, kind of. so I think that kind of what took me out of the first, you know, five minutes of this match. Yeah. Um, but, but like I said, you know, kind of uh, midway through, uh, Tessa Blanchard, I would say, took control yeah. and, and kind of showcased her, which was the, the point of this match, she, I would say. She's one of the best women in wrestling. I agree. I, I totally agree. I know I definitely had her a little lower since I haven't seen too much of her, you know, kind of in the uh, best of 2018 female wrestlers list, but definitely shows uh, she needs to be in the discussion of this yeah. whole women's revolution. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard's tremendous. She's, she's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, Rich Swan defeats Flamita via Phoenix Splash. That was a fun match. Uh, I thought he was going to hit the ceiling, by the way. <laughs> or the other turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. Just, my gosh. Uh, Sammy Callahan defeats Jimmy Havoc via Piles Driver and Open Chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, he took off Sammy Callahan's boot and gave his toes a paper cut with cardboard. That was disgusting. Yeah, the Sammy Callahan was in this one. Sammy Callahan's. <laughs> Sammy Callahan's. You're Bobby Lashley's. You ready for this Impact main event? I want a star and a half. What about the Impacts? Uh, the Lucha Bros defeated RVD and Sabu. Ah! 
Now, mind you, this this ring was so small that RVD did the Rolling Thunder and ended up kicking Pentagon because he couldn't get to his feet. Pentagrams? The Pentagrams Pentagram. Jr. <laughs> Penta El Miedo. Oh, my gosh. Or Penta El Cero M. What was that video game that we was in? And you do a song and you'd be like, <laughs> I don't know, Backyard Wrestling, don't try this at home. Maybe. That was a video game? Yeah, there was two yeah, of them. Backyard, wow, when the Harvey's in there? It was um, based off the wall. <laughs> Oh, it's Anarchy Rules, I think. Oh, God. Dreamcast? It looked like Attitude yeah. and Warzone. Yeah, it was the Acclaim. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it's crazy when Sabu looks like, I want uh, not a bad remark to Sabu, but it looked like he was the best wrestler in this match because he knew when to be like, all right, I'm not going to overindulge. I'm audio, not going to push myself into this. Speaking of best thing in the show, the audio was overdubbed. It was awful. Yeah. So they would just immediately, immediately hit pause and the music would just end because the guys are in the ring. Yeah. So, like, we got an extremely loud, the whole effing show! <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we found out the other two are Van Crushinator and Van Assassinator! Van Assassinator. <laughs> Van Trash. sucked. Move yeah, on. so no one can ever, uh, like you can tell me <laughs> I'll fight Randall. <laughs> well, let's get to so the we, main event. We got about of the weekend. twenty minutes until the pre-show starts. I just realized. As we, as I was about to say, let's get to the main event of the weekend, Madison Square Garden. Yes, they were almost stopped to not have a show, but the power of New Japan oh. not only saved the booking of Madison Square Garden, but I would say saved this show, the G1 SuperCard, New Japan Pro Wrestling, as well as Ring of Honor. Uh, kind of showcasing their loves for one another, but also kind of in the honor rumble there, the showcase and workmanship of each company. What did you think of the start off? I know uh, the show started a little earlier because we were going to get a WrestleCast show yesterday, and I was like, wait, I think it's happening now. <laughs> You're like, Minoru Suzuki's in the ring. I'm like, what? <laughs> Shit, okay. I I love that it was down to Muda and Liger. Yeah. And then the Kenny crowd. King uh. snuck in. Gets the victory, the heel heat. I respect the heel heat, but as a mark, I'm pissed. But is this heel heat going to remember, be remembered in no. two weeks? That's Nobody's going to care. That then why do it? Why yeah. not have one of the legends? Because go out? because ROH is obsessed with trying to make Kenny King a star, and it's not going to work, and they can't wrap their head around it. Impact, but I mean, <laughs> I I yeah, I mean, I, I was fine. With it, but, I mean, it was really great to see Muda Liger, but just the audience, um, you know, not only for those guys, but kind of the different wrestlers throughout, you yep. know, kind of coming through the Honor Rumble there was, was really nice. Crowd was hot, um, and, and what a way to kind of start the show there. So everybody get their ish in, yeah. pretty much. What do you say? King of the Night. Oh. <laughs> uh, then we saw title for title. Jeff Cobb defeats Will Ospreay. Tour the islands from the middle rope, and yeah. then a second then on a the second. canvas. I went three and three quarters. This was really fun. Uh, Jeff Cobb uh, being double champs now, you know, kind of taking, I would say, the Michael Elgin uh, kind of spot now since Elgin is uh, no more in New Japan here. But um, I think a welcomed addition with Jeff Cobb kind of, you know, can switch his variation of movesets, you know, kind of to go along with how different uh, New Japan can be. But, yeah, this was a, a really fun match. I did not expect this result, to be honest with you, but that's for Osprey, you know, to, to kind of chase yeah. or maybe bigger and better things kind of down the line. 
Uh, then we saw Roosh take on Dalton Castle. One of the boys left their, their fan <laughs> in the ring, and the ref finally got it out. Roosh is panicking to start fighting. Uh, huge John Woo, and then three multiple diving drop kicks to yeah. Dalton Castle's face in the corner, and then he pins him and wins. Yeah. Surprise results, <laughs> uh, surprise <laughs> match there. I was actually looking forward to kind of seeing a little bit of Roosh um, since all of us can't go in Miami, but uh, Dalton Castle uh, kind of doing something different at the end of the match, of course, being perturbed with, uh, you know, not uh, with the boys not getting their fan and put away here. But uh, uh, definitely should be interesting with Dalton Castle in 2019 going forward. In yeah, this, this is fun. This is really fun. Uh, Kelly Klein, the definitely driver, defeats me, Iwatani, to take back the Women of Honor Championship. How pissed were you? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, to be fair, was a better match than I expected. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, I think, the third time they've worked, so it had to have gotten better. I I don't disrespect Kelly Klein's grind. I just yeah. don't think she's I like her. I, I, I've liked her, you know, kind of after seeing her, um, you know, last Mother's Day in Chicago during the uh, Ring of Honor New Japan War of the Worlds. Um, but, you know, kind of seeing her matches kind of throughout the year, I, you know, I, I don't mind her. I know Iwatani is a, a better wrestler, but I think for the company as a whole, I think this was the smart move. And, you know, depending on what they do with her character, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, kind of has that Charlotte Flair, Flair, you know, kind of, if you will, where, you know, if they, how they develop her character and make her more smarmier, I think they, they have something with her. And, and I think the problem, too, is this Women of Honor division is not no, when they're all going back to Impact, what do you do? Yeah, like that's, I mean, there's not a lot of good work. You have that, Emma or uh, what's her gimmick? Tenille Dashwood. Tenille Dashwood leaving after she was the focal point of Lifeblood. I mean, what the hell do you do with that? Speaking of Lifeblood, put Gordon Juice Robinson and Mark Haskins defeat Bully Ray Silas Young and Shane Taylor. Wait, wasn't it supposed to be Bully Ray versus Juice Robinson? Yeah. Juice got jumped, but then he still came back and made it. They worked the crowd. Uh, said Flip Gordon's out another six months, and he wasn't. Yeah, shout out to uh, the Bill Belichickness of yeah, uh, Ring of Honor. That was a cool right little spot. I mean, it wasn't. There's nothing wrong with the match, but I just didn't care that much. It went longer than what I would hope in a. That didn't a help like either. A, That's true. I was like, oh, it should be a quick finish, and then it went like 12 minutes, which was fine. Mark Haskins looked rejuvenated. He did not look like uh, you know the British version of Dalton Castle. We were like, how is this guy <laughs> moving around? He should be a mummy. Um, but, no, Mark Haskins, I thought, looked awesome. Juice Robinson, hey, more power to him. You know, he, he's definitely improved from a couple of years ago. He's making, uh, you know, the, the best of his situation. He's building his character, um, and which is great. I, I just, I don't know. The color dreads is, you know, a little off-putting sometimes. But, I mean, that, that doesn't, you know, ruin the character. A little loud at times, but, hey, that, that's fine. You know, one of the best of all time was very loud all the time. Um, but, yeah, no, this was fine. Silas Young, I forget how awesome he can move in that ring. I love the old-school NWA look. Um, but, again, this is a, a, a big, strong guy who can do some pretty, you know, athletic things yeah. there. And Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor. You know? yeah, I mean, so, I mean, he's kind of there. Yeah, now. I mean, Bully Ray, you know, will play a more uh, prominent role later on into the evening here. Um, <laughs> but it was a nice feel-good for Flip Gordon, you know, A, to come back, um, and, and also kind of getting that win there. Uh, Dragon Lee defeats Taiji Shimori and Bandito. Ooh. He has South Carolina Bandito to become the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. There's Derek Fury in that match. <laughs> 
I would say, I went four stars. I I knew Dre Lee was was gonna win. I knew that was the right answer. I was hoping we were going to get the Hiromu Takahashi. Oh my god. We didn't. Maybe he's not as healthy as we thought. I don't know. There would have been a lot of white dudes crying in that arena. I would have been one. I went to that in the arena. <laughs> Uh, Girls of Destiny defeat the Briscoes and Enterprises and Evil Sonata to win both titles. Smart booking, that's what I said they should do yep. because God can work both companies. PCO is not a human. One. That is for sure after <laughs> taking one of the most insane yeah. bubble power bomb over the top rope onto the floor, just straight to the floor. Because we were both looking at each other like, there's a table right out. There's a table out there, right? <laughs> like, there's got to be. Nope. No table. Just that. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. retains the British. Heavyweight Championship from Red Pro against Hiroshi Tanahashi. I believe once again with orienteering with Napalm Death gets the victory. I'm four and a quarter on this. This is tremendous. Is Zack Sabre Jr., does he hold, is he undefeated against Tanahashi? No, like he's he lost the, the New Japan Cup. Oh, that's right. The Cup. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Uh, this match. It's the gin. <laughs> I went four and three quarters on this, Alex. This is in my match of the year. Top ten right now. Top wow, five. Wow. Okay. Uh, Kota Ibushi via the Kamigoya and Tetsuya Naito. These guys can't have a bad match. Nope, minus the little flub, you know, kind of towards the end. And I don't think that they were going for a Destino in that spot. I think they were just really beating the crap yeah. out of each other. Where there was a little flub, um, you know, where Naito was kind of taking uh, control over Ibushi. But these guys, Ibu- <laughs> I mean, Ibushi is, he's an anomaly. He's a guy that, I mean, can I say a Time Lord? Um, because A, he doesn't age. B, the guy could move. He's a big, strong boy. He's the Tyler Bates of, like, last generation, I would say, of kind of these wrestling um, styles. And, I mean, this was just a fun match. And Nigel came out to play. He was ready. Um, it, it was good to see them in the garden, you know, and, and just the crowd response for both of these guys. This was a dome match. I'm happy it was here. I'm happy we got to witness this. This was, you know, definitely, I would say, probably my number two match of the night here. Uh, fun, hard-hitting, um, and, hey, everything's working into the alignments of what Ryan Cook is, uh, knows what New Japan will be doing <laughs> uh, for the remainder of 2019. Uh, Matt Taven, the new Ring of Honor champion, defeats Jamie so much, girl. I went three and a half on it. It was a fun table spot, mm-hmm. just I mean, there was so much going on, it was hard to digest a little bit. <laughs> but, hey, they beat the crap out of each other. Kudos to Taven for it. Um, he earned it. I liked it. Um, I, I thought the triple threat uh, aspect played really well. Marty, of course, being o- the most over, you know, out of all three of these combatants here. Um, Matt Taven, though, I mean, kudos to him. He got the hell beaten out of him yeah. uh, from beginning to middle and, and pretty much up into the end there. Um, he, like I said, I, I know no one here with strong style media or WrestleCast radio, um, uh, enjoys or, or likes Matt Taven. I just, I, for some reason, I know he gets it. Yeah. I, I, I love the respect factor that he has for wrestling. So I think that's why I'm, you know, I'm a backer of Taven. I like how he has an established character, an established group that has, you know, uh, you know, kind of pushed in, you know, different talents, you know, kind of throughout the years, you know, here, Adam Cole, you know, kind of being, you know, one of them there. 
and I just I, I think he's good. He's again that heel where you want to see lose all the time. Yeah. You're like that guy doesn't know anything. That you know is it's like the Dalton Castle. You know where it's like that guy can't be champion. What is he champion for? You can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, but Taven just to me has a flair, a character that you know can be good for you know people to uh, you know chase him. Hell, he has the Mexican lucha background. Yeah. What is it, Triple A? That is, yeah. yeah. So I mean, Triple A. So I mean, you have that Roosh Bandito feud, you know, kind of in your pocket for you know, kind of down the years. So I, I think this made sense. You know, Jay Lethal. I mean, you can't deny the accolades that he has gotten, what he has done for the Ring of Honor title. But you know, to me, I, I think it's a, a change that was well needed. And I think Matt Taven can, you know, hopefully, which a lot of people are already jumping off of the Ring of Honor band, or the bus, I should say, <laughs> since they think it's sinking. But uh, I think it'll be fine. Tranquilo. I, and, and I thought having a heel beat lethal makes sense. So you can, because I still think Roosh is the next guy. Mm-hmm. I think he goes and wins the title. Next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I won't, I can't get behind eventually Matt Taven. I just... I have such a sour taste in my mouth from the other stuff. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean I can't get behind it. Though. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, what's that, Tris? So I'm not saying I can't get behind it at some point. We'll see what happens. I just I need to just go with it. I mean, he's new Switchblade. Jay White. <laughs> but, uh, not yet. Anyway. The other thing I was going to say, too, um, is for people jumping off the bus, the fact that they did a work shoot with Enzo and Kaz, um, I think I'm off the bus. Mm. I I want nothing to do with the, that that because one of your topics for the end of the year was can Ring of Honor sustain after the talent you know acquisition after G1 the talent that left yeah you know after the SuperCard will New Japan start distancing themselves? I mean yeah, granted you have God you know kind of having both titles at the moment, but that could be you know change within about a month, yeah. you know, or so, you know, the next show. So it'll be interesting where, where they're at. Yeah, like you mentioned, Jay White. Got him on my shirt. Yeah, the irony. I'm wearing yeah, you were an Okada, I'm wearing a Jay White shirt. This match... This, I am the true heel of, of WrestleCast Radio. I need to give it another rewatch. I went four and three quarters on it. I'm I'm wondering if I'm missing the vote and not going five on this. Kazuchika um, Okada defeats Jay White. Rainmaker takes back the title. Um, Fantastic end sequence. It, it was incredible. The the counters from the the Blade Runner to the um, to the Rainmaker uh, to Jay White kicking out of the Rainmaker, oh my where God. I was in utter disbelief, shock. Where I'm like, I don't know what to think of right now. Did I just witness Jay White being the number three uh, person to kick out of the Rainmaker, and then for them to go and extended? four to five minutes uh, and just blew my mind. So I'm like, oh, Jay White's going to be three and right, First and foremost, anybody that says Jay White's not good, you're an idiot and don't watch wrestling anymore. Agreed. Because Agreed. this guy is fantastic. He proved it the last six months hard. And ever since the Tanahashi blunder, which was just a bad lead up, he had a great match three weeks later mm-hmm. um, with Kenny Omega when he took the U.S. title from him anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, his stuff with Finley's been great. David, uh, Adam Page has been great. Juice. Robinson was great. Mm-hmm. Stuff was, you know, it's just stop. Yeah. You're just it, if you don't like Jay White, you're just somebody who's just nitpicking to not like him. That's what that is, because he doesn't do anything bad. He mm-hmm. he's the most overheel in pro wrestling. He tells a great story. His psychology with to, oh. to defend a movie just falls over and laughs mm-hmm. because now you can't like 
he gets everything he does and he understands the character. And he knows when to pull that character back because he wasn't as animated as we've seen, whether it's in tournament action or G1s or, you know, him, uh, you know, kind of uh, taunting Jim Ross, you know, kind of in, you know, the one of the G1 specials there. He wasn't all that. You could see that he was focused mm-hmm. in this match against Okada, how this was a big effing deal. That's tremendous. And, and uh, I mean, they're... It's hard. You posed this question last night. What's better, this or the Dome? I want to seriously watch all three of these matches back to back to back. And I don't think it it matters what is the better match. I just think this is a great start of a rivalry that could be extended four, five, seven years down the line. Yeah, I mean, do they rematch at Dominion? I, I think it's too soon. I think you need to kind of get something maybe a little bit more. But, I mean, it all depends, too, because now Okada's your champ. Who's really your next, you know, you bad guy? Jay White I mean, in front of the, the home, uh, in front of the Japanese crowd. Now, that way you don't give anything away at Dominion, and you know you'll get a good match. So then you get two, two, and then when, when's the final blow off? When the the, during the G one, maybe. G1? I I think it's too soon, but I think for kind of where New Japan is at with all, you know, they, you know, with them hoping Kenny was here, you know, I think with all the audibles they've had to have done, you know, with the long term planning that Gato is known for. I think they're they're shuffling and audibling, and I I, I don't I don't think that's the right answer, but I've noticed again the westernization that they because I doing. think Jay White goes back to what Jay White was supposed to do now, but then that means he should be on the route to reclaiming. That's why I think title. he gets him at Dominion and loses. Okay, because you know my thought was he beats Omega at at the MSG show. Who else could challenge? And then he Okada? gets his well. The, I, if, if I'm Gato, if I'm thinking like Gato, yeah. Okada retains at at MSG yeah. from Omega, and then he gets his win back at Dominion, the second biggest show from Jay White. Yeah. If you don't change the course, you just do the rematch. Hmm. I think it's, it'll sell out. Yes, but then you know you move Jay White out of the picture again. What do you have? We we can only tolerate so many Okada Fale matches. True. Um, well, but think of it this way: you, you got Dominion. You're saving Naito for obviously the dome yep. in January. So you you after Dominion, you don't have anything for a while because now you have the G1, mm-hmm. and then you just have to fill King of Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Looks like evils uh, evils on deck. Yeah, you have evil get a win over Okada in the G1. Yep. That's why he gets that. But that's why he gets that. That'll be three years in a row, then. That's the joke I'm the trying what? to say. Oh, evil. evil. It's his slot always at King of the Wrestling where he gets his title match against Okada. So now they just lost to Okada, though, in the huge bank cup. So, well, last I mean, year was I, Evil and Jericho. Well, no, I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, he always gets his fall title shot. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, but it's just like, you know, yeah, without yeah, yeah. doing the LIJ aspect, you know, is the depth really there then in New Japan? Because who do you have? I know face heel doesn't mean too much in New Japan like it does stateside. But, I mean, then again, I mean, do you have a Chase Owens you go could for do, it? You could do another Zack Sabre match. Yeah, but, I mean, we know Zack Sabre's not going to win. But do the fans care, I guess, is the point. If if you're going to King of Pro Wrestling, all you want is a great title match. Who, okay, so you did Mar- like, Why are you going to do an Osprey Okada title match? Uh, well, I guess it wasn't a title match. So you I mean, did two years ago. Yet. They did Marafuji. Yeah. Marafuji beat him in the G1 night one. Um, and then last year you did Okada Tanahashi. Yeah. Because Tanahashi wanted to beat Okada. So those are the last two King of Pro Wrestling matches we're going off of. Naomichi Marafuji 
and Okada. So you could use an evil. Yeah. I mean, it's been three years. It'll be that'll be three years later. <laughs> I wish they would do that. I think everybody wishes it, but they just don't do the chaos thing. Why? I think because Why? they they, think, well, they just did it in the, uh, <laughs> in the cup there. But, but they still are playing off the, the fact that Ishii doesn't want to cash in the the shot from winning yeah. because he respects the leader of his group, and that's the Ishii. But angle. isn't that the perfect? Story that you could do where he's like, enough's enough. I've I've had this. Oh God, I wish. I wanted this. I want you. Three years now, since since the G124. You could do Suzuki. You could do Suzuki. So I mean, there's plenty of options. You really could just give it away again, and nobody's gonna care. You could just do another ton of Hashi Okada match, and nobody's gonna give a crap. But we've only named what five wrestlers. I mean, who? Well, I mean, because I mean, obviously Naito, you can't have him touch until January. No, because, yeah, Naito's one of the G1s. You build Shingo. I mean, they've been obviously foreshadowing Shingo. You don't do Shingo weight. yet. That's, that's too early for him to lose. Okay. No, but they've been, like, building him as, like, oh, he's getting, in, you know, into the heavyweight yeah. division. Especially with, you know, Hiromu hopefully coming back. You know, obviously we didn't see him yesterday, but do you, he's at the 1,000%. Do you bring somebody in to work the G1 from outside the company and have him steal oh. a victory from Okada like Marafuji did? Because then Marafuji wrestled Okada and worked. Someone from all Japan? Oh, God, Kento Miyahara? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, I mean, that would be uh, that would be utterly tremendous. I mean, if you can get the ace booed, um, at Karukin, um, like like uh, Kenta Miyahara did. Just imagine what the crowd reception would be um, 